For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. I forgot to do a Batman voice. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan, and I'm a chunk. I'm Doge, and why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a chunk? Wow, that was that was <laughs> tough to listen to over on this end. No, people, <laughs> listen, we're going to get all kinds of emails and tweets, and people are going to be like, who was that guy who did Doge's quote? Because I want him get back. Danny? Did you guys get Danny? I'm I, Carter. People often say I'm just a tall Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They've always said that. <laughs> I'm Carter and Selena, Selena Kyle, you're fired. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Bad Hunk? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, did somebody just, just slap a guitar? I did. Yeah, that was me. Sorry, my phone hit my hydro flask in oh. frustration. Oh. Out of anger. And your hydro flask is in your hydro flask is in E? Is it tuned to E? Selena. Love of my life. Why are you the hunk? So Chelsea and I bought a new sink. The the sink currently in the main bedroom of our house is one mm-hmm. of those that yeah. doesn't have storage in it, which are fine, but it's a kind of smaller bathroom, so we need to have something for storage. So we went out and we said, oh, the Godmorgan of uh, uh-huh. Ikea would be mm-hmm. the best thing to do. Yeah. It's a nice 31 and uh, thirty-one inches and one-eighth inch wide. Wow, Let's very that. good. It's perfect. Fits our space. We like measure between the wall. I kind of build the skeleton of this sink. I begin to put it into the cubby. Uh, that it would fit into, and it, it, I can even tell before I put it there that it doesn't fit mm. by any means. Oh, no. And so it's like, oh, well, I think we didn't factor in the trim. I should remove this vertical trim. So I take the trim out, try and conserve it in case I need to repurpose it and put it back on. Still mm. doesn't fit. I still need about two-eighths of an inch, about one-fourth of an inch, because they have paneling that they put up, little cedar wood paneling on this wall to kind of have this farmhouse effect in there. Mm. Yeah. Take that off, mold. There's mold on the wall. It's yeah. not It's not the black mold. It's green and yellow and other wonderful things. So I clean that up. Anyways, it's turned into a renovation that'll end up being better than what we thought it would be from the start because it's doing more things we would have wanted to do. Yeah. But it's one of those things. My dad always said there are no easy chores. Yeah. Never assume that something can just be done with an X amount of time. I am such a victim of being the person that says, I'll be there in blank minutes or I can get that done to you this afternoon. Yep. And I'm the exact same way. Tackle that thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, actually I can't. But long story short, it's enough to make me 
qualify towards the hunkdom because I think it's ending up being better for the house, obviously better for our, our bathroom. And it's going to be, someday it'll be a God Morgan. I got Morgan. And not, and you just know, a, not just a paint thinner, Morgan. <laughs> you, you know, it'll, I mean, to, to seal up that sink properly, you're going to have to do some major Christopher caulking. We are. And I've done some caulking today. Mm. And it's a lot of fun. So done some caulking, done some walking, talking. Walking, talking, and caulking. Welcome how, to the new that's podcast. How, those that's are how he gets three, around. Those are the three things that, <laughs> that you can do. There are only three things that yeah. someone can do. Those are your three choices. Like and if this was a game. All right, later. So that's the walking part. So that's the third. That's the other walking. I'm deciding. I'm making the call right now that we're leaving this in because we had a great energy before Carter interrupted us. His Carter dog, just left. He had to go let his dog back inside because it's cold. And she's been out there for, I think he said eight hours now. And it's uh, 16 I degrees. Thought he said, I thought he said eight weeks. And so and he hasn't interacted with her in eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, if you guys know the, the SPCA or, or anybody you can call to. Sarah uh, McLaughlin. If you know Sarah yeah. McLaughlin, Sarah call, McCulkin? Her, call her. Sarah McCulkin. Yeah. And let her know that Carter is not taking care of his dog. Um, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, guys. Don't apologize We're to good me. Apologize to Nana. Sorry, Nana. Yeah. We're going to talk about... <laughs> I'm just going to do like penguin grunts the whole time. That would yeah. be fun. We're going to talk about... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A movie. Second movie in... Uh, yes. The OG Batman franchise, Michael Keaton returns, uh, Gotham returns, but different. But the main thing that happens is that <gasps> Batman, Batman returns. returns. Wow. Whoa, snuck up on me. That's my job. I'm stealthy. Give me that synopsis. He didn't, he didn't remember he does this part of the no, show. I didn't. I didn't. This week's synopsis is written by Reed Gaggle. When I laugh real loud, sometimes I gaggle. I'm just gaggling. You gaggle. I'm just gaggling. And if you don't, if you gaggle in the wrong spot, you don't mind your manners. You're being pretty rude. I've always heard if your throat was hurt and all you gotta do is just gaggle some salt water. This sucks Ew. so far. <laughs> good podcast. We're good. In this, the second Batman movie, megalomaniac businessman Max Shrek sets a plot against Gotham City in motion. He is joined by Penguin, a deformed and rather deranged man, abducted, uh, I'm sorry, abandoned at birth by respectable <laughs> parents. Penguin, backed by hoodlums and real penguins, runs for mayor. The plot is further complicated by Selina, a wronged secretary who transformed into Catwoman, a villain with mixed motives. Uh, penguins are my favorite animal, and I don't appreciate them being used in a terroristic act. <laughs> How you like those uh, those animatronic penguins from Stan Winston? Those are cool, man. I, I like great. them. Right? They look really they look good. so real. I read a hey, trivia surprise, that said Stan that- Winston is great at creature effects. Sure. The real penguins would, they, between takes, they would find them snuggled up asleep with the animatronic penguins. That's amazing. I that love so penguins cute. so much. Penguins are awesome. They're my number one. Um, I, I forgot that this Catwoman also kind of gets powers a little bit. 
Yeah, we I absolutely the Halle Berry one. When we were dunking similar. on it a couple weeks ago, she also yeah. gets burped back to life. Yeah, she I absolutely forgot that Warner Brothers was insistent that Catwoman must die before she can rise again as a cat. Yeah, it's less egregious, certainly. Um, but I did forget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know where to begin because it this is such a weird movie to me to try to talk about. I, I don't think I like this movie. Like, I it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. This is a very boring movie, which sucks because visually I like it about a thousand billion times better than the first one. This version this is of Gotham much, is so fun. So this is fun. a much worse movie than Batman. Yeah. I think it is about twice as fun to watch. I enjoyed my watch more oh, than I enjoyed my watch of Batman. opposite for your boy. Really? Yeah. I was I was bored to tears for the a majority of this movie. Can you narrow it down? What's the boring? What doesn't work? Um, I don't think I think Danny DeVito's performance as Penguin is a ton of fun. I think that his yeah. diaper butt is horrendous to look at. Um, <laughs> rough. I think he's really great. I think that Penguin is a terrible villain as portrayed in this movie. Like the fact that his yeah. whole his whole thing is like he's not even really the villain. He's being handheld by a guy who wants to use him for political. I don't know. It's, it's never by a guy named after an ogre. It never, it never clicks for me. This movie. It just is yeah. sort of like it's so it's very Burtony, which I enjoy. I like it's the, very Burtony, but Burton aspect but was not his idea, and he initially didn't want to come back. Yeah, man. I don't this know is, what his it is. only sequel to a movie he did. Michael yeah. Keaton don't have that spark anymore in this one. He also didn't really want to come back. <laughs> it, he he is flat in this movie. Oh, yeah. His totally. Bruce Wayne is not charming. No. His Batman is not scary. He's barely Batman in this movie, by the way. like I feel yeah. like he's barely in this movie. Yeah, Batman's barely here. He is. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels like, and I don't know how well I remember, like, Batman Forever in Batman and Robin, I know the things that I do remember are not necessarily Batman. And so I'm kind of wondering in the Venn diagram that this movie tends to be for me is like it started over here and it was so much more about Bruce Wayne and Batman. I'm talking mm -hmm. about like the first four that we got, right? Mm -hmm. Our late 80s, early 90s Batmans. And then it just became a platform for villains. We're going to get an A-list actor to come in and and just let loose, just absolutely yeah, right, loose. Right, without We're pay really, Tommy with, Lee Jones to be silly. Yes, without really ever, you know, we talked so much about the influence of Michael Keaton on future Batman portrayals in cinema, but boy, Jack has a huge influence on portrayal of a Batman villain. I oh, think, for yeah, sure. absolutely. But he was already. But the thing is, the Joker himself gets to be like that, right? Gets to just be absolutely ridiculous, but. In this melting pot that is owned by Tim Burton, how could it not end up also just being the most whimsical look at, the most yeah. disgusting look at, the most like it's it's fun. I think this is one of the most nostalgic of all the Batman movies for me in a in a in a different way. This is '92. I obviously didn't see it when it came out. I was three years old, but it was played all the time on like TNT, TBS. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they love yeah. the Batman movies. And this one is a ton of fun. And I'm realizing I only ever saw the edited <laughs> for TV version <laughs> of this. But I think, again, it's, it's what I super pumped. It's not my super pump for this movie, but it's what I super pumped 
in the 1989 Batman is I just wish I could have that feeling that Gotham gives me in a drip. Sure. Because, yeah. because I mean, when we start with our tree in the square before the mayor and Shrek gives his speech, those two figures... I can't. Those two figures behind that are doing that awesome yeah. like, pull. Yes. They're like trying to open something. My good. Like... Gotham is so, it's so metropolis, not Superman's hometown, but like the movie Metropolis. It's very metropolis in these movies. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. I, yeah, I'm sticking with, I don't think I liked this movie. I don't think I enjoyed this watch. However, the vibe of this movie is immaculate. Yeah. It's got the right vibe. It has nothing. Well, I'm not going to say nothing else. Well, because it still has Elfman too, right? Sure. it doesn't, because we get to get these wonderful, like, baritone and tuba that just feels like it's following Cobblepot around. Like, yeah. he, it's like he turned the name Cobblepot into sounds. And, like, it's just so fun how everybody kind of has their own theme. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the world. It's not yeah. my favorite Batman yeah. movie. I, I, I was joking about the penguins with the bombs strapped to them. That's one of the funniest things that's ever been in a movie it's ever. It's so yeah. cool. It's the ridiculous stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that, that's that the, part's perfect. Yeah. The, I don't know. I think I enjoyed it because I could see it intentionally jumping the shark. You Which know is what, I mean? what it like felt the, like it did. It felt like it was doing that mm-hmm. on purpose. So maybe I should elaborate what I didn't like about it specifically so that, because I'll, I'll super dump right now and get it out of the way. And my super dump is that this story sucks. Yes, it really does. It, it doesn't lend itself fun. to a good pace. It doesn't lend itself to a good pace. It doesn't lend itself to a bat. It's not really a Batman story. Like, it's just sort of like, it's like a different story happened and then they filled it in with Batman uh, characters uh, that could potentially make it work. And then when they couldn't yes. find one that would make Shrek work, they just wrote a new character that didn't I exist. feel like I feel like y'all talking about um, you two especially, especially talking about how like Star Wars just became so much about the government. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, why did you do this? But yeah, it's, it's like a political campaign. Right. It's like, I, I mean, I get that. It does feel like in superhero towns, the mayor is one of those like static characters. <laughs> yes. You know, but it's like, that just needs to be there. But yeah, I didn't remember any of that part. You know, I was remembering, there were some of the visceral, visceral things of like, for some reason I remembered Catwoman's nail and exactly where it was going to be embedded into his armor. Like, that's just a right. memory for me that I think maybe I had dreamt about or something after, like, getting stabbed. I don't know. After you got stabbed? After I got stabbed, yeah. 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 But, yeah, Jordan, I agree with you. I, it's not my super dump, but yeah, it's, it is. I agree with all of it. I, Doge said the same thing. It's a pretty bad story. Yeah, but I, I think the fact that the story is bad made it really hard for me to enjoy the other, like, fun bad parts in some ways even the stuff that yeah. felt intentionally bad like strapping bombs to penguins is a decision that i feel like tim burton was like that's hilarious let's definitely do that yeah and i enjoyed that part i don't know i have complicated feelings about this movie i guess is what i'm saying um but mostly negative on forge yeah i feel that i see that i'm just that. reading max shrek's batman wiki page and it's fascinating Talk to me. It's only it's only that he wasn't comics, right? It, no, he was created for this movie. In the yeah. the first draft of this script, he was written to be Harvey Dent. Oh. The explosion at the end of the film was supposed to scar him to turn him into Two Face. Oh, for the next one. Uh, then in another draft, he was discovered to be Penguin's 
older brother, the golden boy of the Cobblepot family who was ashamed of his dad after he threw him his, his little brother down a well and emancipated himself and started calling himself Shrek. Because uh, he loved that li- movie with the ogre probably, so much. <laughs> because he lived in a swamp and he loved to be like, get out of my swamp. Uh, okay. Uh, originally, David Bowie was supposed to play this part, but he turned it down to appear in Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Probably a good decision. Probably. Yeah, just, uh, I, I don't know. It felt very, this, the movie, as you're watching it, I can feel the pressure of like, dang guys, Batman really took off. We got to crank out another one of these guys quick. We got to make another Batman as soon as possible. Yeah. And it just, there kind of wasn't anything. Lo and behold. To make. WB. Yeah. They tend to do this, huh? It feels a little, yeah, it feels a little like the first Batman. It's like a slam dunk contest and they're like, who from the audience wants to try? And then it comes <laughs> out and like absolutely nails it. And everybody's like, whoa, do it again. And then he just like yeah. <laughs> farts on the basketball. And they're like, that's not the same thing. And he's like, but it's a basketball. And they're like, yeah, I guess. Halle Berry comes out and just starts Dry yeah. humping everything. You're like, what are you I will. doing? <laughs> it makes an awful squeaking sound because of her low-rise <laughs> ripped up leather bell bottoms. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I will super pump. Do okay. it. This is a two-hour long live action cartoon. Yeah. This this sure. to me is the, the clearest distillation of like if if Batman the animated series was a dimension that I could travel to it would look and like I would perceive it in 3D, in reality, it would be Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. vibe of this movie, the like this is exactly what I remember. I probably have seen this one the least out of any Batman movie. Like maybe three times. Uh, this is the clearest like, oh, this is what Batman is. My earliest Batman memories mm, of yeah. Batman the Animated Series. It's just, it feels like this. And yep. I, I really very nearly super pumped Danny Elfman again. I think his score for this is even better than his score for 1989 Batman. Mm-hmm. I agree uh, with but, that. But you can't do it twice. I, you can't do it two I feel like Gotham is very, very small in this movie. It feels like Gotham mm-hmm. has three locations. It's because it's all sets. Right. Took up over 50% of the Warner Brothers lot and they would move them. Like like some days Penguin's lair would be in one spot and then they'd move it to another spot for the next day. Michelle Pfeiffer reportedly got lost several times. <laughs> Her call imagine. sheet was like, show up at Penguin's Iceberg. And she's like, I don't know where that is. Where is that? Thing? My favorite, so this is sort of movie adjacent discussion that I want to have here real quick. Um, mm, uh, no. We usually stick pretty no, close to the No, I think we usually just try to stick to the movie. So a couple of things. Yeah. Number one, I am ready, and I know we're not getting it in our Pat's Batman because I've seen the suit. I'm ready for somebody to have the courage to give me some tall ears. Long Halloween style? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for live action tall Batman ears. I like it. Number two, my favorite penguin ever is the Arkham version of Penguin whose monocle is the bottom of a Coke bottle that has been smashed into his face and had to be left because he would lose the eye if they took it out. He runs the Iceberg Lounge, this casino that's cold. I just love his... And he's cockney. He's very cockney. Yeah. Um, I love this version of Cobblepot. 
Uh, I think that DeVito's ugly sewer penguin is also very fun. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. <clears throat> the I, I don't... It's interesting because it doesn't bother... I'm like, I'm a pretty... This will surprise people who've listened to the show for a long time. I'm sort of a comic book purist when things are different. I don't like them, <laughs> almost instinctually. But for some reasons... For some reason, Danny DeVito's bird mutations don't bug me. In <laughs> his hands are gross. His yeah. flipper hands and his Mr. Incredible like profile really his doesn't his bother schnoz, me. His schnoz, I believe is what they yeah. call it. It just looks like a sweaty egg. Like it's just so <laughs> He does. He looks I, like he's, uh, either, he's either Penguin or Humpty Dumpty. Yes. And I loved most things uh, about him. I, I didn't even mind the crazy smacking. Um, but boy… My super dump is the predatorial. Oh yeah, he nasty. He nasty. Yeah. With oh it. gross. He's, like it's you didn't. It's it's and it's because you didn't really need to. Yeah. You didn't have to. I would have no. been uncomfortable regardless. But sometimes there's times when we're uncomfortable and we're like, well, that's the point, right? But not here. No, it's gross. Not talking about like scented or unscented. Are you kidding? Like some of the things he was. How saying, did he the reason, learn? The reason how did to he become learn a mayor human sexuality? And how did he learn English? I mean, you know how the from circus the circus. Is. He was adopted yeah. by the circus. Yeah, I guess they're probably pretty nasty. They uh, nasty. Just, it was like, oh, it was so, it was so cringy. It was so cringy. Very, yeah, it's pretty, very, pretty the gross. wrong kind of like penguin uncomfortable. Yeah, he's funny though. He's, he's funny. hilarious. He's funnier than I think than Jack's Joker. I mean, at times, like some of the things that he's saying, who brings tomatoes or why does everybody bring tomatoes to a yes. speech or whatever is very At least good. my nose is gushing like somebody, blood. Like <laughs> that bite is hilarious. The, yeah. That's the cartoon, right? Yeah. Like Yes, exactly. When you're talking about that too, Doge, to talk about the cartooniness of it, for me, like the most ta- tangible thing of that is the device that gets put on the Batmobile. Yeah. The little whirly exactly spherical candy cane thing with a, a antenna that the yeah. Animaniacs put together. Like it's <laughs> exactly. Just like, yeah. So fun. His umbrella helicopter is very fun. See, it's stuff like that. Like the vibe of this movie is completely perfect. Oh yeah. Like I, sure. I love the two hour cartoon of it. The wrong umbrella at the end. Yeah. Is good. It feels like this, this movie, it feels like Burton was given a bit longer leash on this movie. And it yeah. feels more like a singularly authored thing in I terms agree. of like, like for yeah. all its pluses and all its minuses, they all feel very burdened. Even though he didn't write it, uh, it feels like they really encouraged him like, come put that special Tim Burton stink on it because that's exactly what we want for Batman. I think that's why the flippers don't bother you, Doge. Is yes. that we know it's Burton getting to do Burton exactly. things. It's, it's nothing we haven't seen. That's, that's the reason why Catwoman looks like a stitched up voodoo doll. Right. And right. incredible because Burton. it's Burton. Yeah. If I never see Batman peel his cowl off like a craft just, single, just rip it, dude. What it looks heck? like tearing a craft single down the middle. It's disgusting. <laughs> it like grosses me out. Because uh, that's not leather. That is like edible. No. Whatever he tore is edible, and I don't like his mask well, it's being like, edible. Yeah. Is it supposed? It's, to- it's just a straight up like Kool Aid jammer top. Yeah. Like he's just like. Ew, it's so gross. I don't know why it yucks me out so bad, but when it happens, there's happened, gotta be like, better ways to take it off, right? It's like that's not how he crazy. is. That why he has a hundred bat suits is because they're single use. Maybe <laughs> dude. Like, that's the only way to get they're out of disposable. it is to ruin it. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't even uh, think about that. 
so we're we're watching <laughs> we're watching through Marvel's Daredevil again uh, for Callie's first time, Fun. my second time, and Fun. seeing him open up the thing with all the bats. Hey, spoilers! He is blind. No way. Yeah. No, that's like the whole thing is that like he's like really daring. <laughs> Interesting. Seeing him open up all the bat suits just reminded me of Wilson Fisk walking through his closet with like a hundred of the identical suits next to each other. I think it's very. And then at the very end, there's a bright red Hawaiian shirt and a fedora for him to wear in hockey. <laughs> Amazing. People can change. He got really into Jimmy Buffett. I think is what <laughs> I heard. <laughs> That's where he was. He didn't get snapped. He just been hanging out in Margaritaville. Lost shaker is soul. Um. Yeah, I think that. While we're talking about vibes, this movie is somehow both Christmas and Halloween, which is very yeah. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Also to marry sounds those like two a vibes. movie he's done before. It sure yeah. does. <laughs> but yeah, to marry those two vibes is incredibly Burton. Um, in another world, Penguin's mom is definitely Helena Bonham Carter. And I had to pause to make sure it wasn't at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. P- Penguin Wingwin Herman. Yeah, his dad. That's a little weird. It's so funny to me. Like, what an yeah, odd that's an choice. Elfman connection. It, it is. is. It is. Um, I just think that, yeah, I, I, I keep harping on it because I, I think I'm trying to put my thoughts together in real time because I'm feeling differently now than I was even before we started recording. Just, I, I think what works for me so well is the vibe and what doesn't work is like the actual structure that we've put it into. But I feel that. Exactly. Completely. Like the setting- is great. Yeah. And what we choose to do with that is like the least interesting thing you could be yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a it's like bad Phantom movie, Menace. but it is. It's crazy. It, is. it really agree. is the Phantom Menace. It, it's a bad movie, but it is the Gotham that I would choose to go visit. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the Gotham that, you know, video game developers tried to make sure you did go visit. Right. You know, because exactly. that's the one that you want to go into. We're going to have a Nolan's Gotham someday. And it's fun because there's almost a tiny bit of realism to it. Even I mean, though everything Chicago. else is just as dark as yeah. it has to be, right? But it's like, I think a lot of people who are Batman movie fans or have an opinion on the entire series probably feel the same way we do. Sure. Like this Tim Burton Gotham is the best. And I love it. Yeah. I think so much. And I think I agree. Um, I'm very excited to talk about my super pump, but we're going to have to do that after Shouty announcements. It's the show announcement show. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to let you know about (laughs) Patreon. If you like this good, good content that, by the way, we give you two times a week, year round. (laughs) Two times a week, year round. If you want a little bit more, if you want a little bit more content, you just get on that, that, is it a two dollar, three dollar tier? Three dollar tier. We did this last week. I forget. Like, like, what's the difference, right? Like, about one dollar. I don't know what's in 100 cents. Oh, is that not enough? Let's check this pocket. There it is. Once a month, I can do that. Put a random... Anyways, I'm getting carried away. I do that a lot. But we have a $3 tier on Patreon. You get an extra vote in all of our voting series, and you get an extra episode every now and then. The one that we have coming up for our Batman series Mm. is Lego Batman, which I myself have not seen. So thank goodness. I keep forgetting that. I'm so Every time he says that, I'm like, how did I miss that, right? I don't know what happened. Um, we also have a $5 tier, which is our Discord channel. Our Discord channel, you might have heard a lot about, but Discord, uh, we have 
a handful of people over there, dozens of people over there that are going through box office ball. We're talking about movies. We're talking about spoilers. These are the kind of movie people that you want to be talking to. These are the ones that they make sure you cannot see the words that are spoiling I've really the show appreciated that's out. That. The, I just think the movie etiquette in our Discord right now is top notch. So Everybody good. comes in and just fits perfectly into place. The people that joined us last week feel like they joined us from year one. Yep. It's unreal. Yep. So if if you've got the money, if you've got uh, economically the opportunity to uh, pay either three or five dollars a month, you can always opt out of any of those if, if things come up. You know, I, I go through a budget. I get it. Things happen. Uh, jump on over to Patreon. We'd be happy to have you. I'll leave a lot of that silence in because I was thinking. Wow, yeah, definitely about, leave that in. That's good. Uh, thinking about what I was supposed to say. And it is this. Is it, hey, is it because you forgot hmm. what your shout announcement is? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I'm not sure why that was in question. But what I have remembered that I'm supposed to tell you all is that something we love is for you to rate us the biggest number of stars you can on Spotify. <laughs> Spotify's just launched a podcast rating system. And we want to be the number one good. podcast on Spotify. I'm not trying to listen, I'm not trying to endorse anybody, but it's I, we like it and we want more stars on it than we currently have. Mm. Uh and I actually don't know that it's possible to get less than we have, but you can help us get more than we have. Well, by we have the max number of stars, just not very many. We have reviews. the maximum number of stars. Yeah. <clears throat> just not the but maximum if we number get, of times. Right. I want, I, and what I'm saying is I want to be top of both charts. Oh. X and Y axis. I want to be all the way up and to the right. So what you can do to help us get there is to go on Spotify and, and rate our podcast. And you know what? I'm calling an audible because it fits what I'm saying right now. Another thing that would be great for you to do is rate our podcast. And while you're there, grab a link to whatever episode of our show you've just finished or are about to start listening to and text that to somebody. This man just stole. I have two things I'm supposed to say and he just took it. Now you got one. I'm going to list some things. You tell me which one sounds the most appealing. Batman for now. <laughs> Batman for just a little bit. Batman for the, there, for the next week or so. Is there more? That just doesn't seem like enough. Is there more? Batman for a couple years. Batman. Hey, we're getting closer. For okay, a generation. Okay. Wow. I could do that. Now, what about hmm. a never-ending, all-encompassing Batman forever? Wow. <laughs> and that's the one. <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about <laughs> Batman Forever, starring Valerie Kilmer. And Thomas Lee Jones. Thomas Lee Jones and James, and James, James Carey. <laughs> Do you think Val is short for Valerie? Yes. I think it's short for Valiant. <gasps> Have you guys seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Maybe it's short for Valuable. He's really good in that. Valuable Kilmer. Are you guys both That's Googling really what he's, what Val is short for? No. Valium. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
Super pump on them. Yeah, I'm going to super pump on them. Um, and I'm going to do it right now because meow. Michelle Pfeiffer rules. I love her. She's awesome. I, I would go so far as to say that I am in love with her. Callie and I both, mm. Callie and I both spent a large portion of the movie just like, whoo, what a babe. <laughs> She's so good. She is talented. She is funny. She is intense. She is feline-esque. I like, I, w- I was like, do I like Selena, her Selena Kyle more than her Catwoman? I because know. the Selena Kyle, the two, the the before and after of like coming into her apartment yep. was so fun. I loved it. She, I, yeah, I just think point. that Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie is the best performance and the yeah, best thing about absolutely. it. She's the reason mm-hmm. to come back and watch it. Her Catwoman is a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If we were to rank the villains we've seen so far in terms of, we're talking obviously their movie portrayals. Sure. Where does Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman rank for you? Because it's not like it's, I, I'm not saying, it might be an easier decision for some of us rather than others, but none of these are bad yet. Sure. Yeah. No. So far, you know? it, she's second place. She's second place after Jack's Joker. After Jack? Oh, she's second place to Sharon Stone from Catwoman for me. Oh my gosh, I'm not no, counting. She's second. She's second yeah. to Jack. Yeah. It's close. She's likely second to Jack, but I'm not sure. After this one, this is the, something that to be able to watch it a little bit more critically, like I appreciated her more than I thought at yes. least by the end of this. Because it used it did. to be, I thought Danny was the highlight. When you look at like 1992 reviews of this movie, they don't talk about Michelle Pfeiffer too much. But hmm. ultimately, she's what became kind of the icon out of this. Out of yes. everything else, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman will last longer yes. in the time capsule of for Jordan American cinema. For Jordan, she put this movie on her back and carried it. Yeah, 100%. She's in, in less than pleasant working conditions. Besides I getting mean, lost on the way to set, reportedly miserable. the cat suit was so tight that she could not hear her own Dude, voice. Dude, they vacuum sealed it. Yes. That's horrendous. Oh my gosh. She went through 60 cat suits in this movie? No. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine being suctioned into that. That seems terrible. Yeah, that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my super pump. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and yet she prevails. Yeah, she does a great yet job. Yeah, she prevails. Through all of that stuff, she did it. My super pump comes in two branches. Uh, as much as Warner Brothers seems to have at least their thumb on the making of this movie and the timing of its release, like we said earlier, Burton seemed to have a longer leash. He kind of got to do what he wanted, hence uh, a real-life cartoon. So the the kind of cavalierness, I, I think that's my super pump. And I have two things specifically. Just playing. I think we just got in the sandbox that was Gotham City and the stories of Batman, played around with it, never did anything to just offend anybody too bad, came yeah. out with some diamonds, right? Two things for me. One was just like the the point of view batarang. Yeah. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. And that it's not spinning. He had a sh- everyone's, <laughs> okay, everybody stop. Everybody stop. Everybody please don't fight me right now. Like puts that in and we just see it hit everybody in a way that felt like a Malcolm in the Middle intro. Yeah. Like it was like, totally did. It was absolutely Yes, bizarre. no, and maybe. So that and casting Christopher Walken for like a, Role B. I mean, he was like in it as much as Penguin was. 
He was in it as much as yeah. anybody was. I think Chris Walken could have been in this movie more than Michael Keaton. And he's just Oh, I so think he cl- definitely was. He's just so clearly Christopher Walken. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. I think, I wonder, you know, he has a, a career that's all over the place. A little more consistently, I think, successful than like a Nick Cage career. But I wonder how much this played an influence on just the assumption that you'll never not get Chris Walken, right? right. Yeah, right. How much did Batman's return, Batman Returns, when we put that in his library, be like, well, yeah, we're set. Like, and it's going to be fine. It's going to work. Just cast him. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. It can't hurt you. And to have him like with this incredible hairdo, the hair, like the makeup, wearing, the like suit, the weird pinstriped Beetlejuice suit. It is very His lines that had to, it felt like he he's reading them off of a back wall. Like they, uh, it's, I Chris, love him. Every line that he delivers in this movie sounds like he doesn't know what it means. <laughs> he's just reading the words one after yeah. another. Yeah. It's borderline mad gab sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. But that um, I think I think just the 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 sandbox that was this movie the the crazy things that we got to do uh, I'm so glad they had the room to do it I think it was so fun. Did you guys laugh when the Batmobile turned into a hot dog? Yes. When it when it shot all its extra stuff off the sides and just became a hot dog. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you laugh when it just had like this? industrial sized post that came from under it yes. to turn around. I actually think that's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's so fun, right? We'll kind of get an iteration of this in a Nolan Batman movie of how you just get to like flip in an alleyway. Like, oh, yeah. he's got no room to turn around. Ultimately, that's cooler, but this is the cool Nolan in a one's completely way cool. Way. Yeah. yeah. This is, but see, that's the kind of thing that would be like that's a separate action figure from hot dog Batmobile action figure, which is a separate action figure from sewer rocket Batmobile. It's just like, that's what makes this feel so toy-like to me. Yeah. I think one of the funniest things to me is that Batman just has a floor access panel in case somebody puts a bomb on, or a tracker bomb thing on his Batmobile. Like, I get it. I get it. I mean, Warner Brothers owns the Flintstones too. Maybe he needs a Flintstone run in his Batmobile. Well, and that explains a lot, actually, because every time he started his car, it was just like, like the sound of the feet. And I really liked that. Yeah. (laughs) I realized mid vowel coming out of my face that I could not make that foot sound. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I knew what you were doing. I'm glad. Did the hands help or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, you know what? It. We'll actually send out a GIF with this episode of those hands so everybody who listens to it gets to see them because <laughs> I actually don't know that it would translate without them. Yeah, that would be yeah, good. We could do that. That's easy. That'd be really good. I think... Can, can I super dump? Yeah. Wait, you were about to think. Do you need to think? Um, no, let's save that for the end because I can, I can feel our steam releasing on how much we have to say about this and I've got a little discussion yeah. point. So you you do your thing. That's fine. Love it. I'll super dump. This movie, I talk, my super pump is the vibe. And imagine that you go to this, Done. go to a restaurant. Have you ever been to a restaurant? Imagine you go to a restaurant and the the server comes out and they're like, hey, our special of the day, it's a burger place. Our special of the day is a patty that is 50% beef, 50% bacon. And we're going to put a bacon jam on it and some thick cut bacon uh, and just make it super savory for you. Make it just the way you like. We're going to serve you our special fries, house-made curly fries, special seasoning blend, special house-made sauce, 
And you're like, dang, that is all the best ingredients in the world. And then they come out to your table and you have a glass of ice water. And they're like, here's what I was able to make with these ingredients. I'm like, I don't actually see any of the stuff you talked about in that ice water. They're like, you're going to love it though. It's everything you love. That's how I feel about this movie. Mm. It has the best ingredients, like the funnest Gotham, the wildest penguin, yeah. the smoochiest Batman mouth that I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, it's, it's real amazing. It's real kissable. He's real. He's a real kissable Batman. His mouth looks so soft, but like, it's just, it's the blandest experience overall. Sure. I leave being like, that was great. And I have nothing really to say about it because it didn't affect me very much other than being like, man, that had the potential to be the coolest thing of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is yeah. sort of what, Jordan, what your super dump was, that you didn't like the story of it. Correct. I just feel like there's there's ultimately very little here. Yeah. It's, it's style over substance, which is, I'm sure, a phrase that will come up again <laughs> in yeah. the next few weeks. And the style in this one, specifically just the environment that we had with this, one of these last movies of having all these sets. Yes. Was those sets. That style kind of helped you daydream right like when the yeah. pace of this movie got so f- slow when normally you would think act three is the one that it really picks up you're like why are we still on this bed like why, why are we still, we still sh- shooting this bat hot dog through a sewer why are we still talking about this at least you could look around and be like right but that i mean there was some thought put but in penguins that. driving it <laughs> penguins driving a giant yellow duck that's, that's amazing fun. yeah <laughs> that's so fun yeah <laughs> Now that we're two weeks into sort of, let's call this silly Batman. Mm. And then soon after, so we're going to get about four weeks of silly Batman and what appears to be four weeks of uh, fairly serious Batman. Grumpy grunge Batman. And there are plenty of criticisms to level at both styles. I understand that. Um, But now that we're two weeks in, I definitely have watched grumpy Batman more recently and frequently than silly Batman. So now that we're two weeks into silly Batman... Just give me where you're at regarding like overall preference for um, like live action as far as just like vibe. Hmm. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I think I am a little tired of grumpy, serious. I've got to put the city on my shoulders because there's only like the the Dark Knight trilogy. I think affected. It's one of those things that I think people learned a lot of the wrong lessons from about what makes a movie good. It's sort of like how after the Bourne series, everything was shaky cam, even when that didn't make sense or yeah. appear very good. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm a little tired of of a Batman who talks in Nolan monologues. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and so I feel like there's got to be some sort of middle ground. But I think that this this is beginning to and certainly will in over the next two weeks skew a little too silly campy. For my personal taste, yeah, I think I think what's so unique about this, I was more excited about doing a Batman series than Spider Man, and one of the main reasons was every single one of these phases, I I I really enjoyed for completely different reasons. Batman is all over the place, yeah. And yeah. again, I I take I do take so any any Batman led movie, I'm taking anything Zack Snyder ever did out out the window. Please don't like. Let's not talk about that. That's more of a sad thing to happen. But each phase of this is just so completely different to me. It's like um, like having those friends in college that you always hung out like one-on-one 
And then all the four of you get to go out and eat. And you're like, how fun is this? I've never thought about the different influences y'all had on me and my humor and the things that I ended up wanting to do creatively. Uh, just what I love about movies. You know, you can mix in the metaphor however you want, but it's like, I, I love that we're doing it all back to back. I've never done this. People, I don't feel like it's popular to chronologically go through the Batman series. Right. Yeah. And I think it's because they yeah. are so polar different. I really do. You can easily take, like, if it's colors, right? In my mind, I think in color sometimes, Burton is black and gray. Like, these two things and a touch of yellow, right? It's just basically like, here's what I think of when I think of the old stuff. When I think of the the middle, the messy middle. The nipple. Just, the nipple ones. The nipple ones. Yeah. It is bright colors. It is neon green. It's purple to me. It is the middle ones. Yeah. Purple. Yes, it is. It's because of Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face, I think. It's probably. it's all of this absolutely wild stuff. And then we go back to Nolan and it's like this rust. It's like this uh, yeah. orange. Like steel blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a more realistic look. It's very serious. I, I don't know where I am. I think formatively, and I'm realizing not just for my own taste of Batman, but I think culture's taste of Batman, I'm leaning Burton right now. I think I'm leaning these Keaton movies. Um, while I don't think they are better movies probably than what we'll see from Nolan, uh, you can't have anything else without them. The interesting thing is that I think like Warner Brothers is a house divided. And we know this if we've if we've paid attention to movies is because they're halfway in, halfway out on the DCEU. Uh, halfway out with things like Todd Phillips' Joker and Matt Reeves' is, is the Batman, uh, which to me, I mean, the Batman looks sort of like Warner Brothers was like, let's kind of do a Nolan-style thing again because people aren't so much loving our stuff where we try to copy Marvel. But then we have The Flash coming out this fall, which features Michael Keaton's Batman heavily, like as positioned as as portions of the movie are a direct sequel to Batman and Batman Returns, when the Flash does a Flashpoint thing and rewrites history as he's prone to do. And so it's just, it. I don't know, man. It feels a little like there's half of me that's saying, pick a lane, please, and let's let Batman be a thing right sure. now and not try to have him be everything. But there's also another half of me that's like, this is like one of these central characters of 20th century American mythology. Right. So of course, let's have as many Batmans as possible. Let's have that. Let's have Lego Batman. Let's have a Batman in video games. Let's have a bunch of Batmans. Yeah. It's such a roller coaster. I predict that we could take this entire discussion right now and then smash cut to four weeks from now when we're watching The Dark Knight sure. and all going, okay, no, actually, no, okay, actually, no, this, no, this is, is, better. is actually yeah. awesome. And then, you know, it's just all over the place. And, and that's what's so interesting. I don't know that even at, coming after watching Spider Man, I don't know that there are many superheroes who have gotten, who have such a harrowed live action history. Full of ups and downs, highs and lows. Well, running the complete gamut too, yeah. because that's the thing that made it sort of, by the time we got to the end of the Andrew Garfield ones, it was like, I don't know what else to really say about Spider-Man. Right. Like this, it's kind of all been the same. And I guarantee you, we're going to feel like Val Kilmer is different from Michael Keaton, is different from Clooney, sure. is different from Bale. You know what I mean? Like there are <laughs> yeah, so many up, different, yeah. Batman contains multitudes. Mm. <laughs> whereas like, Spider-Man in the movies has always been Spider-Man. sort of the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Well, it's time to rate this. Um, using the sign. Um, uh, 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 
Using the scientific cinema scale, which was uh, not invented by Forky Pig, but was invented by science, uh, it's the perfect way to rate movies, and it is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. After that is rent it, followed by stream it, and then forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'm going to go first. I'm going to, I'm buy it. I'm buying the movie. Okay. I buy the movie. I think there's just enough of it that adds to its rewatchability for me. It's, you know, I, we might've used the metaphor before, but it's like walking around the, you know, the section of the museum you love that you've never really completely, it's, it hasn't gripped you like some of the other areas, but I mean, it's still pretty to sit in. It's still pretty to kind of, if you want to take a break and look around, it's awesome. It's a butterfly. I don't know. I, I really like it. I'm going to rent this movie because it, this feels, okay, this is a, a really complicated thing I'm about to say. I love it. <clears throat> Thanks for finally warning us. This feels like something I would have heard about on the playground and been unsure if it actually existed. This feels like it <laughs> occupies the same realm of reality as Mikey the kid who blew up from eating Pop Rocks. Do you guys remember hearing about Mikey? No. Did you not hear about Mikey on the playground? No. Everybody that I know heard about Mikey, the kid who ate Pop Rocks and then drank Coke and exploded. And so you shouldn't eat Pop Rocks and drink Coke because you'll explode. Right, it sounds like, okay, this sounds like there, there's, dude, I heard that there's a rainbow sword in Ocarina of Time. Exactly. It's that kind of thing of like, this is a, a child's urban legend. There, dude, there's a Pokemon green version, dude. Yeah. If you push XXVY up, down, LB, RB, you get to play as Luigi right. the whole time. Right. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? This is game changing. And this yet, changes this my is life. Real. And yet this is real. This feels like uh, something that is the mythology of a third grader that I heard about while playing tetherball. And it's the perfect thing for... If and I you were a first grader, so every word out of his mouth, you exactly. like, dang, dang, all right, cool. Exactly. <laughs> if I had to babysit wow. an elementary school kid, I could, this is the perfect thing if they loved Batman. And I was like, you, you'll you never believe this. There's a there's a Batman movie we can watch tonight. <laughs> this would be perfect like, for that. It other looks just that, like my drawing. Exactly. Other than that, there's not really anything here worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I'm also renting it, but by the skin of its teeth. So help me God, this was almost a stream. But Michelle Pfeiffer, mm. much like the movie itself, put this rating on her back and hoisted it up to the next level. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm giving her a poster. I'm giving the movie a stream. And so they will balance each other at a low rent. Which is where this movie lands. I am excited it is. to be done talking about this movie and to move on next week to Batman Forever. I think it's going to be a lot this of This movie just falls in the exact middle yep. of like, it's not good enough to love and it's not bad enough to hate. But it's also not bad. and It's not the right kind of bad to love. Right. And it's not the right kind of good to love either. Like, it's like, man. Right. It's like the most blah approach to a Batman movie. And if memory serves me, mm. that will not, uh, at the very least, blah will not be the complaint about either of the sure. next two movies. We will not be complaining of a lack of flavor for, for a couple of weeks. Sure, <laughs> sure. Does that flavor work? Only time will tell. <laughs> so yeah, please tune in as we uh, continue our Batman series, talking about Batman Returns. Nope, Batman Forever. Batman Returns with Batman Forever next week. He returns. Yes. 
But the movie is Batman Forever. But it's Batman Forever. Uh, So make sure you tune in for that. I know we already talked about it in uh, our shout announcement section, but I just feel the urge to remind our listeners how dope Patreon is. Specifically, our second tier with Discord is popping off constantly. Box office balls tight. Uh, you should get into it if you're not into it. I'm gonna win it. I'm gonna win it. By the way, I'm gonna I have be insider information about four middle. four. You couldn't get more middle than where I am if you tried it. <laughs> mm. It's exactly where I'm gonna land. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and come up with a catchphrase for the penguin. For two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders, and this would be his catchphrase. I'm not going to attempt a Danny DeVito penguin voice because I don't think you'd be able to understand me, but his catchphrase- No, try it. Try it. I tried it in the intro. First of all, I didn't sign anything that said I had to do things that you do on my own person. And second of all, I want them to understand me because this is too good. Fine. I'll try it. Thank you. Thank you. That's what the people want. Could you feel them? Yeah. Could you feel them cheering, chanting your name? I could hear somebody with their phone not on silent just- Penguins made for life. I hate for life. Yes. <laughs> I'm Doge. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm the penguin. <laughs> that sounded like a burp. <laughs> I'm the penguin. And all I do is Gwyn, 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 no matter what, what. Got money on my mind. <laughs> I can never get enough. That's all I do is Gwen, G-U-I-N. Like the end of penguin. I got it. Do you say penguin or penguin? I say pangwang. Pangwang. <laughs> <laughs> I think I say penguin. Ping. I want to say penguin, but I think I say penguin more often. Yeah. I say pen- yeah. penguin. Oh, he's the guy that sings pony, right? Yeah. I'm Carter and... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I found it. I'm Carter and... <laughs> it's Kamal Pot in here. So take off all <laughs> your clothes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.